Yo, 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 what's poppin' everybody? This your boy Smackabella the Don, and you are now tuned in to Casual Conversations Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything that comes to mind, from sex to love to finances to fashion. Today, I have two uh, people with me today. One is my brother for many years, my boy Hector right here. Yes, what's sir, good what's going you, on? What's going on? And somebody who I just met that I, I really like what they got going on, their music and everything like that, and I even did more history and found out that, you know what I'm saying, I thought it was from just this year but I went like uh, Apple Music archives and I seen it's a it's a couple pieces you worked on in the past that's not up on YouTube so long ride. yeah that's dope man so none other than my boy Jersey Flow man two hour ride man I like that appreciate you for having me that's what's up man so of course everybody y'all know how this show is so to give y'all a breakdown of the background of these two people this is somebody who I just met uh, you 23 23 yes 23 I see a lot of potential in you and I didn't tell you that I was bringing uh, my man's Hector because because this is somebody, and, and the reason that I didn't is because this is somebody who, and I wanted to pay homage on camera. I didn't tell him none of this and nothing like that. This is somebody who was important to me. And this was, he. I met him during a transition in my life, which was 27. And it was a transition where I was going through a lot. And I, this was like one of my first real jobs that I was working at. And like, he just always kicked me game. And at first I felt, felt like it was negative. Like, damn, this nigga won't let me be great and stuff like that. But I started to notice like, yo, everything he was telling me was real. So I just like to like connect people that would never meet in any other circumstances. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, and not to say that anything that you got going on is bad, but it's like a lot of times we get so used to our surroundings that when we see something different, we scared of it because we don't know it you know what I'm saying Thanks. so it's just a lot of conversation we're gonna have today is more so of big bro little bro stuff but also like men congregating you know okay. what I'm saying to talk yeah. about different things so this episode is called, called flow like water you know what I'm saying so it's gonna be a dope little concept um, I, like I just wanna get straight into it and just uh, let both of y'all explain yourself so uh, give a background of how you grew up and then I'll let Heck explain himself too well, pretty much uh, single mom two okay. brothers uh out of trouble, in and out of trouble always. Just, okay. Uh, hate authority. I don't like people trying to tell me what. Like, I, I feel like I should set my own rules in life. Okay. Like, if you want to do something, just do it. So that's always been me. So school, teachers tell me to do what I don't want to do. I, I'm not, I was never feeling that. So I always got kicked out of school. I was always in fights, little dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? And after school type shit. Or like in, in between, I always made music. So like it's never like. When I start, when did I start making music or anything like that? So, music always played a big part. So my brother played the guitar, my dad did as well, whatever. So, I know a whole lot of different genres. Um, the bass guitar to be specific, but uh, I know a lot of different genres of music. So I just be, I grew up making music, all types of stuff. I like to write notes. That's what it really was my whole life. Not telling nobody what's going on and coming up just. Keeping it bottled up. Keep it bottled up. So that's, I guess that's what you could say it was. I just, I kept a lot of things in. But coming up for real, it was just me, my two brothers, my mom. You uh, the oldest or the youngest? I'm the youngest. Okay. Uh, we ain't really have, like, we ain't have it the best. I ain't going to say we was rich. Uh, those times we was poor, legitimately, like, poor. Uh, then we came back. My mom started really turning it up at work. She do her thing. Shout out to my mom without her. Shout out moms. You know what I'm saying? Without her for real. So we be no Jersey flow, but right, right. I, that sound cliche, but. Nah, it is what it is, bro. That's just what, what it is. Uh, heck, tell us a little bit about your background. I remember 23, first of all. Yeah. Uh, I'm 34, so I'm the veteran. Uh, I'm the old head in this table. Yeah. But a uh, single mom, mm -hmm. two sisters. Born and raised in Passaic, New Jersey. In and mm -hmm. out of trouble as well. Um, but just like music seems to be, yeah, outlet. You know, you got a lot bottled in. Yeah. Uh, sports for me was was that outlet, you know. I played sports. I always played basketball, football, baseball. Again, in and out of trouble. But um, I was always a decent athlete, but I was never great. Yeah, but, I I knew, but I knew it was something inside of me that was great. Mm -hmm. I just didn't find that out until, until I got to high school. Um, but again, I, I grew up in church. Uh, my mother raised me in church till I got about... 14, 15, then I started getting into a little bit of trouble. Uh, in high school, things started to go sour for me because I discovered what you call alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that pent up rage that I had inside of me, I don't know if it was because I grew up without a dad. I feel like when you grow up without a dad, um, you almost grow up like you got something to prove. You know? I feel that. Like I, uh, I don't feel like I, I can. It's reasonable. I can understand. To it. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. It's almost like I'm raised by my mom, but I'm not soft. Uh -huh, yeah, you know. So don't test me just because I grew up. <laughs> like I have, I have, you know, two sisters uh, and a mother. But I'm gonna show you my manly side. Yeah, yeah. And I had a lot of pent up anger. And when you combine that pent up, when I combine that pent up anger with alcohol, 
when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, it came out as violence. And were you were you the youngest too or no? Middle child. Middle child. Middle child. Okay, all right. So I think you. what it is, like, pardon me for cutting nah, you off. I feel cool. like, um, uh, me personally, I feel like your mom can't raise you like a man. She can't raise you as a man. So she can mm. raise you as hard as she like, as much as she can, but she can't turn like make you a man. I'm saying Absolutely. so. And that's your mentality too growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a two-parent household, and that that this is one of the reasons why I bring y'all together because I feel like the background is the same, but I feel like honestly, like what you got going on, bro. Like I I don't tell nobody. I'm I'm a real artist. Like heck no, I used to work in studios and stuff like that. Like that that's my life. That's mm-hmm. what I got an education in. But I feel like a lot of artists get lost by the wayside because of their background. Like you you. At the end of the day, without saying too much, you are what you are, mm-hmm. and you're going to forever be that. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of if you stop messing with people from that or whatever like that, you are what you are because you made a dedication to that. You know what I'm saying? But it's a way you go about it and just know at the end of the day, you're a man first. You know what I'm saying? So I came from a two-parent two uh, household where my mom and my dad used to say stuff. But when my mom used to say stuff, I love my mother to death, but it's like, man, she don't know what she's talking about. She a girl. like You know yeah, what I'm saying? She's not with me when I'm out here and somebody checked me, and it's like... Oh, nah, what you going to do? You going to stand up and let everybody do that? So it's like my mother would say the same thing my father said, but it's like because my father said it, I knew he went through it before. So I get where both of y'all coming from. Well, your mother, you know what it is? Your mother can't be, and my mother told me this before, um, my father, and then yes. I got a little older, but your mother can't be your mother and father. Yeah, yeah. that's what it you is. Know, sometimes she'll be like, that's all she could say. I feel like, I'm your mother parent. and your father. I feel like having that, knowing that in your mind, that's what bottles up all that anger, having like, you got you got to be a man, you know what I'm saying? Whether if you're the man of the house or not the man of the house, because I'm the youngest brother, I'm not the man of the house, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, knowing that you got to man up because you don't have the father in, in, in the picture, you got to be a man and do this shit, pardon me, and do whatever you no, gotta you, do. You can talk how you want to. So you can curse on him. All right, cool, cool, cool. Like you can do whatever, whatever you want. Not, not whatever you want. You gotta uh, like, without grow, growing up without a, a father. I mean, it's not like I ain't have my pops. He was around, but we ain't, we ain't, we don't really see eye to eye. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, um, it's just like you got that on your plate where you know you gotta grow up as a man. It's either be I don't know. I don't want to put it so clear like this is like either be a bitch or be a man you know what I'm saying so it's, that's just what it is it, it is what it is so it's like you don't really got that person to be there to help you be a man you gotta do it yourself so it's just what does that come with that just comes with like uh, discouraging yourself from different things um, not learning a lot of things like just growing up Halfly, partially um, knowing things. So, like, yeah. with the car shit, mechanics, um, just things your father should have taught you, but yeah. you learn on your own. Like That's why I can't fix nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame it on him. Like, I don't blame it on him, but, like, I feel like it, it goes hand in hand. Me and my, my brother was just talking about that on the way here. Like, that's crazy that we got on this topic. I'm glad. Like, it all, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, Absolutely. It is supposed to, bro. Yeah. And, and like I said, bro, like, when I see certain stuff, Without me saying it to a person, I bring people around. Like, if if I know you lacking in something, man, you just met, but I know how you is. I could see myself in you. Even when I talk to you on the phone, it's like, nah, you, you always was respectful, everything like that, but I see it in you, and I see it in you because I was that, and it's like... Oh, now nah, I could tell, like, he could go zero to 100 real quick, you know real what I'm quick. saying? And that's what I used to do. <laughs> like, and 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 honestly, like, when I used to be out here, bro, he don't know it because I would never give him that type of pat on the back. But I used to come to work with stuff on my mind and talking to him because I knew he wasn't no slouch. He was one of the only people who could talk to me, like... You know what I'm saying? This dude fight MMA. You would never know. He fight jujitsu. So like, that's why you got the boxing. I, yeah, you saw my ears. I see like, that. I'm like, so like, he get busy, and I knew that. And it's like, yeah. all right, let me watch how I talk to him because that's <laughs> big bro. Like, that's real talk. You know what I'm saying? You can't beat everybody. So I used to come to with 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 me knowing that. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't no slouch, and I'm just telling him this for nothing. He don't know how this is. It's mm-hmm. like in the flip side, he don't know. He put himself in a hard spot because now I'm bringing all my problems to you. Like, yo, what you think I should do to this, this, and that? We at work, my man. We got ties on. <laughs> And he like, I'll meet you in the lunchroom later. We'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and that, that's a big help to, to a lot of people because you never know who you influencing out here, bro. So that's that, I just I just like for stuff like this to come together. Um, next question. Were gangs a big influence in your life or was it just a way of life uh, you chose because of your uh, surroundings? Both of you guys. It was definitely the, it was, it was the surroundings, if you yeah. put it that way. I mean, I, I chose it. It wasn't nobody forced me. Nobody rushed me. Nobody told me like, yo, you got you getting down, we're going to rush you, beat your ass. No, it wasn't that. Like, I just got in tune with the correct people. I, yeah. I did a little time, and I met people while I was there, and I'm calling from different jails to see if these people are the correct people that I want to be in tune with because I, I stand by the 
Yeah, if you don't stand on nothing, you gonna. You know what I'm saying if you if you don't stand for something, you gonna die for nothing. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying with that is like that's just what it was. I'm 60s. I'm crip. Yeah, I'm gonna be who I am at the end of the day. But I was I was only influenced it because of the path that I went down and the decisions I was making. Yeah. I could have avoided it, but it goes hand in hand with everything happens for a reason. Ever since I've been a loke, yeah, my whole everything like my business, my music business. I met so many people like. I just I went through like I never I ain't, I don't want to date myself not say nothing crazy nah, like, nah, nah, just nah, like but me personally I met a lot of people I networked a lot to put it yeah. that way stop it right there ain't nothing to put behind that yeah but yeah it I wouldn't say it was for the bad I mean there's some things that come with it and everybody knows that you should know what you signing up for but yeah it don't change who I am at the end of the day you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be I'm a human I bleed. And yeah. like like everybody else, I just got colors and I stand for something different. Yeah. I mean? Well, in per like I know that coming up with you, like <clears throat> with you, it was more so like knowing your background. It was more so it was gang culture. Absolutely. But it was more so like you said because you had two sisters and you had something pent up against your dad. You actually went in the opposite direction and felt like you wanted to stand alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, with you, I want you to explain that. Like, what made you divert from that? Is it because you knew you were that good at, like, fighting or you knew something? You knew that. Because something that I learned late was a lot of people who I was growing up around, I thought I was somebody. And this is to this day. I thought I was somebody. And, like, oh, nah, I got the hood behind me, this, this, and that. Come to find out, people was just around me because they know my capabilities. And they know, oh, all right, he going to ride. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got those people around you with yeah. 10 years straight. You like, yo, this is my dog. You know what I'm saying? He holds you down or whatever. And the first time you say no to them, it's like, oh, wait, what you around here for then? Like, like what's up with you? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm saying, like, what, what's, your, what's your look on that? Like, Well, when it came to standing alone, um, again, go back to the, if I go back to sports, I always play basketball, football, mm-hmm. baseball. And what do those sports have in common? They're team sports, yeah, yeah, sports right? Sports, You're yeah. kind of at the mercy of somebody else. Yeah. Um, but I found out quickly that my DNA, what I was built inside, is a fighter. I'm a fighter. Yeah. I found out that I'm a physical fighter, but when you're a fighter, you're a physical fighter, you're a spiritual fighter, you're an emotional fighter. That means everywhere you're put in life, when things get a little bit difficult, you fight. I found out that I do my best when my back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. When and I have no choice, when the pressure gets crazy, I don't crack. That's how I'm so, now. That's how butterflies in the trap came. I just want to put that out there. Right I now. don't start. Don't start yeah. telling my nonsense because <laughs> we get into that. This I is just, coming up. We're just gonna put that on the pin there, though. Yeah, yeah. I need y'all to know that. You that, seen me posting a story this morning? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, I, I like that song right there. I made that out of pressure. Like, ah, we gonna get into that, but just, I just want to pin that there because I, I, I might yeah, forget yeah. that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that plays a big part in that so song. So I, f- I found out. I found out quickly. Um, that with my back's against the wall, I do my best. Yeah. You know what I love about cage fighting? This is, why I, this is what attracted me to mixed martial arts. Mind you, I came from football, basketball, baseball. I was always decent. I ended up being really good, if not great, at mixed martial arts, which is UFC, MMA, cage fighting. Yeah. Uh, it's just me and another man. We around the same size. You got to mm-hmm. weigh in. Mano y mano. I like my chances <laughs> against any. I like, I like my chances against any man that I'm staring across the cage from. Where? I don't have to blame the wide receiver that ran the wrong route. Okay. The point guard didn't give me the ball. It's mm-hmm. all on you. The it's pitcher you. didn't do this. It's all on me. Yeah. When things are on me, I like my chances, and I I, I still carry that Taking mentality. Accountability. And when you carry that mentality to corporate world, to the rap game, mm-hmm. that. The ball's in your court. If you don't, you're a product, and you said something earlier, you know, oh, nobody forced me to do anything. Mm-hmm. We're a product of our decisions at yeah, the end exactly. of the day. You end up, I mean, if, where you're going to end up in 10 years has a lot to do with 10 years of decisions, mm-hmm. where, where you're going to end up. Um, but it's all on you. 100%. If I get knocked out, then I got knocked out. I got knocked out. Yeah. That's my fault. That's my problem. I can't blame somebody else. And I found out quickly that, you know, when, when, when life was got a little crazy, I fought my way out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's dope sense. because because um in situations like that you really got to understand that throughout life the 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 things that you teach yourself because it's not only what others teach you um something could happen to you and then my look on it would be different because it's what I can absorb from that what I've already been through my past experiences so everything that's leading up to to certain decisions and situations whether bad or good it's always going to be what you absorb from that situation and how you implement it into your life so it's a dope situation was music big in your household growing up uh, besides your dad playing music like what was the influence that you had um it was a time i remember like growing up the long, like the furthest I can remember back, my mom, she was playing like 
radio hits, you know what I mean? And then she just went like, she was always church lady. She was always Christian. She just went like full on Christian and then stopped listening to all that. I remember that. She just stopped listening to everything. It was just all Christian music, uh, gospel and all that. And that's all I really grew up on. Like on my mom's side, her uh, listening to old school bops and gospel. But other than that, I, did, I branched off and started making music on my own because I just really got inspired just by the money in me, that was really the first thing. It was I was thinking about money at first. I'm like, damn, it's so easy for people to get paid, and I'm doing all this, that, and the third. I just want to do it for real. Yeah. So I really I got inspired the wrong way with music coming up. There was a lot of music in the house with my father's side, but my mom, nah, not really. Okay. My brother, he played the guitar, the bass guitar, but other than that, not really. Was Was music a big part of you growing up? No. Nah, not not necessarily. Um, I don't have a musical bone uh, in my body. But, but your music, mom didn't listen to a lot of music growing up. My mom, just like just like yours, my mom listened to a lot of Christian music, a lot okay. of gospel. Um, don't get me wrong. What was the big album when I came up? It was Fifty Man. It was uh, it, it was Get 50, Rich or Die Trying. When that came out, that's the first album I officially bought. <laughs> okay. Everybody so, uh, got that too. When they okay. The Many Men and all yeah, that yeah. and all those dope <laughs> songs. But uh, music is is powerful though yeah, because yeah. music. You have a, you have a music will take you back to a time. You listen to a song from ten years ago. You remember it word for word. Yeah. You remember it like you you smell what happened. You smell. Yeah. It's a nostalgic moment. Yeah. It brings like nostalgia. It just changes. It. So maybe it did influence me subconsciously. It had to, yeah, bro. There's no other in way. I'm, my not that life, I think about it. In my life, it was all either oldies because my father was an old head. Like my father, my father's sixty. So in my house, it was all Temptations, uh, stuff like that. Like uh, five heartbeat movies, Temptation movies. Old uh, stuff like that, and then uh, my mother was straight Christian already, so it was all Shirley Caesar, Yolanda Adams, BB and CC Winans. But <laughs> like show, huh? through all of through all of that, what it was was it kept me musically inclined because it made me start noticing different tones. Why, like me, because I was in love with music. Like I said, you said you don't have a music bone in your body, but me, because I was I was playing the piano at eight, nine years old, it kept me like, dang, how did they make this? I wanted to play with it, and I wanted to see like how they made this sound, how she made her voice do that. I always like listened to Whitney Houston and stuff like that, so it was always just like, yo, like you got an instrument inside mm -hmm. of you that you could use, so it was always stuff like that, and then it was always, I started noticing at an early age, Whatever your mood is, that's the type of music you listen to. I, I equated that yeah, to feelings early. Like, like if I'm sad, I want to listen to, you know what I'm saying, some R&B. Uh, if, if I'm cleaning up my room, Erica Badu, the Fugees. If I'm outside and I'm about to go wow, it's 50 in this club, like you were saying, stuff like that. Ain't it crazy how music can, like, we say, like, if you sad, you listen to sad music. Like, yeah. if you sad, it's crazy how you can find a song that just changed your whole... Me, personally, I can find a song that changed my whole mood. Like, yeah. mm. I listen to... I put on, like, uh, Ludacris, Word of Mouth, old-ass album, some shit like that, had yeah. me hype, bouncing in the car. Mm. Like, it's crazy how music can just change your, your moods like that. I like um, that. I, I just think... I just think what a lot of people don't study is that people people just go through life living and thinking that our only way of communication is talking and facial expressions. Mm. Um... Going to college for music and stuff, it made me realize that even like with what's going on right now, like with the baby and little baby and all of this different type of music, and and it's not it's not ironic that when somebody drop a crazy like ESTG drop something that's crazy, uh, murder murder starts spiking and stuff like that because when you listen to music sonically, it's certain like art, it's it's certain like beats per minute, and it's certain like uh, instrumentals that are actually make you more violent. Mm. Like it's stuff that they study. Like when we when we was at war, if you look back into it, like research paper, this is some college stuff right here. When you look back into like the war with Cuba and stuff, the way we made a lot of them surrender was by playing like uh, signs sounds that messed up like they uh, like hearing, feeling, like stuff like that that, that they gave them headaches and stuff. It's certain types of warfare that people don't know about, but the US and stuff know about so it's different type of stuff that we are going through right now that it's not just because your kid is bad it's because the type of the stuff they listen to it might not even be the words because nine times out of ten most of the stuff they playing today you can't really understand the words 100%. it's the beat that got you like your heart pumping a little bit more you for some reason you just get aggressive like that's like if you go in the club knuck if you buck the beat is what make you go crazy yeah the lyrics too but you know if knuck if you buck come on if you got beef in this club this what's gonna make you go that's liquid courage within <laughs> itself and yeah <laughs> bro like it, it happens bro so it's a lot of stuff that people don't look into but music nah, is a big thing like that, that's that's like that goes hand in hand with the biggest lesson my mom ever taught me she always said is what goes in comes out you know what i'm saying so 
what you listening to, mm-hmm. that that's basically what that's, you going. That's, that's what you going. That's what you going to start doing. Yeah, you that's see? biblical. What your mother hit you, you with? You know what I mean, and I, I always took that with me. That's if I'm hanging around nine broke niggas, I'm gonna be the tenth one. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean, it all goes with what goes in your ears. Yeah, you know what the scripture that says. Uh, you know, faith comes through hearing and hearing the word, okay. right? Uh, the belief, having faith comes through the ears, having unbelief comes through the same ears. What goes into your ears goes into your heart. What goes into your heart comes out of your mouth. That's why the good book says, uh, for the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But what goes into the heart is what comes into your ears. And to, to, to your point, um, inner city crime is related to inner city music, 100%. 100%. Oh, 100%. Combined with inner city alcohol, you know? When yeah. you drink E&J... And you listen in a many men. First of all, that's a bad night. (laughs) That's a bad. (laughs) That's a bad night, bro. That is a bad. If you start drinking drinking champagne, I'm going to jail. I ain't going to jail. If you start drinking ENJ at 7 p.m., you in jail by 10. (laughs) You going to jail? Just notice, you you going to black out. Yeah. Somebody got got drunk off too. Or ENJ. Anytime you tell somebody what they did the night before and they say, word, oh, that was a bad night, bro. Automatically, bro. <laughs> Automatically. Uh, I'm not so, doing the ENJ no more. Word. So, so what city is it that you're from? I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Lindewell, for real, for real. That's home to me. Okay. Uh, but so I, is I the stolen my... car scene bad down there? Nah. It's not? No. It's I mean, I know people to be stealing cars, but yeah, it, it's not how it was in New Jersey Drive. Yeah, it's bad up here right now. And I, <laughs> right, and right I now? Up here right now, it is horrendous, bro. Are you like, trying to see if my shit locks? Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's crazy up here now. And I thought, I didn't know that if the influence was like that down there. Like, nah, I mean, it be niggas to be stealing cars, but I know it's not hitting as much as people do it up here. Yeah, man. It's hitting bad up here, bro. Like, I, the reason I brought it up is because, like, this week, this last week alone, like, they starting to find this girl in Princeton down there. We uh, close. That's close to you, right? Hell no, Princeton. It's, that's like that's far as shit, right? That's like where? an hour. I had, yeah, I almost said some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoa, now, <laughs> Princeton far as hell though. Where? I ain't going. Yeah, that's like a, that's almost two hours. I'm pretty sure. So it was a 15 year old girl that she basically was, and these it's little girls doing this stuff now, bro. It was a 15 year old girl driving. I think it was. I think it was a Beamer, and she was going like 100 100 miles an hour down. Down a, down a uh, residential street in Princeton. She was from Newark, but she went down there to steal a car. And that's why I was asking that, because they go to these places two hours away, three hours away, and they steal these cars and bring them back home, you know what I'm saying, just change the plates out. And it's just, this is what's going on in our neighborhood right now, and, and that's because... Like I said, the type of music. So that's why I just said, like, do we have influence? Was it was stolen cars bad when you was growing up in Paseco or no? Not like it is now. No, not, no. not like it is now. I mean, it was it was always there, especially yeah. you got a Honda with some nice rims, you yeah. in trouble, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> but not, it was, it was not, Paseco, stolen cars in Paseco was never like Newark yeah. or Patterson. It's real bad where I'm at right now. And I, and I just I just wanted to ask that because I, I feel like nowhere else, like for some reason, Newark is just, that's just they thing. It's just, it comes back around. And it happened, like, it didn't happen during quarantine. It happened, like, after, like, now that it's over. It's like 13 to 16-year-olds is just losing their minds. Is it for, like, a joyride? That, or, like, no, they, they it's get... a rush. It's a rush. Like, from when I was younger, like, after school and stuff like that, my man's got a car. I'm hopping in for an hour. I ain't taking the bus home. Like, it just is what it is. <laughs> I'm whipping around. Cool. But now it's different, that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed the, to. But, but now it's different, though, because back then, we wasn't car- carjacking and stealing the car is two separate things. Yeah, carjacking, you pull somebody up out of that. Yeah, month. carjacking yeah. is these fifteen, bro. This is the situation that happened the other day. I kid you not. <laughs> at a seven, at a Seven Eleven in uh, North, right? A dude walked into the store and it was a beam outside, a seven fifty. And the dude, the young boy, was fifteen and said, "Yo, sir, they outside stealing your car." The dude ran outside his car, and the little boy behind him pulled the gun out and said, give me them keys. <laughs> the one that told you they were still in your car, that, that's how it is, because you can't. The, the, companies, the companies made these cars to where you can't steal them now. So what you think? You think that's gonna stop them from getting the cars? No, mm. I'm putting a gun in your mother's mouth. So that's that's what that's how they thinking. Like I because they not By gonna get charged means. as an adult. Yeah. You get you getting to come home. Your mother gonna come get you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I just wanted to bring that up. Like like this is something that's that's like a big thing right now. And I think it's honestly the influences them thinking it's okay for that. You know what I'm saying? Because they never you gotta think about it. They mother don't have no car nine times out of ten. Mm. She on the bus working twelve hours cleaning up somebody else's house or something like that. So they not thinking like they stealing from their own people because they can't equate it. To 
into their own household. But then meanwhile, it's somebody mother out there that's working hard and they probably doing something good with their life. Somebody pulling up in your mother's driveway and, and taking her car and putting a gun in her head because she got because she's doing right for herself. Yeah. So it's kind of messed up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't look at it then, but now I tell people, you know what I'm saying? But you so, said they, they still in luxury cars. Yeah. Like, when I, like I said, it was Honda Civics and Yeah, no, they're not doing that, bro. And you that's, told me it was Lambos yeah, and Beamers. That's like, another thing, too. Like, now it's, it's different. Back in the day, STIs, little Subarus, or Hondas, or Passat Volkswagens. Now you see these 15, 16-year-olds, they barely could reach the pedals, and they in a Lambo truck going 100 miles an hour down a one-way. And it's like if you hop out in front of that, it's no way they just going – it's no way you just going to hit somebody and they're going to be messed up. Nah, these people is dying on impact, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just it's just something to look out for. So I just felt like it was something to bring up. Um, uh, how is it coming into the uh, hip-hop world? Is it easy to find features, or do you feel like other artists uh, don't know how to network? Um. It was me that didn't know how to network until up about three months ago, to be honest. Okay. But, but like, features, I work with anybody. Like, I'm not no stingy. I'm, you know what I'm saying? It costs to get with this. You know what I'm saying? It's Jersey flow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It costs to get with this. Like, this this ain't just no regular rap. Listen from my first song to now. But like, yeah, I understand why he's charging $100. That's not even a lot. I should it's be not. charging way more than that. That's not. I do $100 features. If I really like you, I, I know you got potential and you genuine and you authentic, I'm going to work with you. We probably just do it for free. We, yeah. If we get that bond, we got chemistry in the studio and we laughing, we smoking, you passing the blunt, rolling a blunt up, you got your own money. That's another thing, like, I, don't, I can't. I don't be trying. It to take be, money to make money. It take money. Leave to, it at that because you'll hurt people's feelings. You really, from the you past. really will, man. And I just can't work with no artist that doesn't really want to work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Going to the studio is one thing, but actually having content is something like, okay, you might go in there and one punch everything in. I, I just started doing that about a year ago. It worked. That's my brother. It worked real good, but yeah. can't nothing beat that pen. You know yeah. So, features, I need you to be on. I need you to be on your, your shit if we're going to do it. Right. Um, coming into like the MMA world and stuff like that for people who do watch because I, I feel like a lot of people who I know d are trying to get into that world and stuff like that is it difficult getting into that world and networking and stuff like that uh, no no absolutely not I, it's and difficult. management as well too I think that's something that they want to know about well I think it's difficult what did I do you know what I, I, I walked into a gym the number one thing you got to do is have a vision Okay. A vision is important. Is I saw myself fighting in a cage before I walked into the gym. Okay. You know, and and going to Jersey, you know, you should see yourself doing well. You know, you should see yourself successful way before it it actually happens. You know, yeah. I, I put it this way: um, the, arc, the the person that created that that built this building. When was this building done? You know, mm -hmm. the, to us it was done when it was completed, but to mm -hmm. the architecture it was done when it was on paper already. Yeah. Um, so if you have a vision that you want to be great, all you got to do is walk into the gym, you know? All I did was walk into the gym. I said, I want to be a world champion. Uh, you, but you got to, again, it's that commitment. You got to be able, you got to do it. Just, just to be good, at, you know, to be an artist, you got to walk into the studio eventually, 100%. right? Um, so all I did was walk into the gym. The difficult part is people overwhelm themselves. I don't know if there's a lot of, right now, I don't think there's a lot of gyms in the inner city, but, mm -hmm. you know, we got technology in front of us. You Google MMA gym, you walk into the gym, uh, figure out a way to pay the fee, and next thing you know, slowly but surely, put the time in, be consistent, and you could be great. Right. Yeah. One, one thing he taught me, I, I was hoping he was going to say, but you suck at uh, alley-oops, okay? Uh, so one thing, <laughs> he always, one thing he always taught me, as a real so... When you think about like like success and everything like that, people always say they want to hit the lottery. Mm -hmm. And when they when they say they want to hit the lottery, it's like, okay, you want to hit the lottery, but what are you really going to do with that money that's going to make a difference? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's no, no, I'm not. I'm not uh, asking. You, I'm just saying. But but like when you when you look at it like a lot of people got a point A to Z right mm -hmm. but it's no letters in between you know what I'm saying like I said point A to point A to Z is it's never gonna be a straight line it's gonna be here 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 mm -hmm. here for you to end up there you gotta know what you're gonna do with the success and that'll bring more passion into it because you know what you gotta get done for that your why or whatever like that you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. um so right now I just want to play a video from my man uh, Jersey Flow I want y'all to hit his uh, butterflies in the trap uh, Marv play that for him and we'll be right back Let them hate it. I'ma be this way till I die, nigga. That's what it's for. Bitch. Hey. Uh. Uh. The traffic give me butterflies. I feel like I'ma never die. A hundred 
dollars for the beat. It should have been a hundred thousand. My vocals gonna give it sound. You hit a bass, I love the pound. She just wanna ride a crib. A pimp like me, he puts it down. Never on some riding shit. She play a part, I love her sound. Yes, it is and daddy that. I'm the master, she the hound. I just wanna surpass all the music I done done put out. Ready for vacations. I'm so tired of being in the house. I can never sleep. I'm trapped until I buy my mama house. She already got one. She deserved the extra laying now. Moving like the mayor now. Calling all the shots. Shoot a nigga if he playing around. I just want the top. Fuck the pussy. Don't get naked now. I don't want the box. Shout out to my plug. Cuz double everything I cop. Shout out to my cuz. Went and cop himself another chop. Holla at my thug. Cop the body off another drop. Niggas acting fake. Gotta keep it moving. They ain't thugs. I'm I'ma live my life, miss my ex, but shorty, she a dub. Gotta play her safe, always got a gun. Nigga, shoot and run, that ain't Nate. Stay to see the face, this ain't hit and run. I've been great, ain't no letting up. I won't stop at all, self-made. I won't ask for fronts, they be letting off. Know that I'm the realest, I can push it, I can get it all. In and out of trap houses, I'ma put my people on. They ain't really killing people, shorty ain't no demon up. Survival mode, I've been creeping, trying to get this reef off. Know a whole lot of people, I'ma get this weed up off. 42, yeah, I'm Robert's son, if he dodging us I don't need no girl, but if you valid, I'm a wifey though Ain't no way I'm losing, unless they snitching, I've been rolling low Butterflies in the trap, we know that they envy flow Hey, we know that they envy me Yeah, we know that they envy flow So we be working really low Uh-huh, hey You know what it is, any vibes I like that one right there. So that right there, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, my boy Jersey Flo right here, man. Yes, you got sir. something going on, man. So <laughs> me personally, I feel like you got like a, a J. Cole and Nipsey Hustle. Me and my girl really like I, I just that's how I feel. I know, I know, I know. You hear that a lot. I hear that too much. Bro, but it's dope though because it's it's something that a hood person can listen to without thinking you spitting too much knowledge, but you gonna grab something from it. Like, dang, I get what he's saying. It's not too much. I don't like too much gangster gangster nah, music. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I like I can't listen to nobody talking about killing niggas and I'm changing a diaper. Yeah. It's just it's just not for <laughs> yeah, me. You know crazy. what I'm saying? It's crazy that you say that, cause I ain't never like I got a child on the way. I'm not gonna specific uh, I'm getting the specifics about the gender because Tend to prevail on the way. I'm I glad do. this ain't live. I, you know, sometimes you just gotta. Somebody call you and be like, "Yo, listen, I need you to nix that what I said yesterday." But nah, nah, nah go ahead. Right. Whatever I say, like I ain't holding nothing back. Like yeah, everything off the hook. You know what I'm saying? So it's just what it is. But like with that being said, like I'm listening like to the music I'm putting out, and it just got me like even in the past. Like obviously the past, everything's the past. But just listening to my music, like. Everything, the shit I even did a couple weeks ago, I'm just thinking like, damn, like, I got a kid on the way. I can't even be talking like this no more. Like, yeah. I don't even, I want to, I want to change up everything. It's not that I want to. I'm taking a step back and just to, I want to, I probably going to have to take a little vacation. I'm not going to wait till, till they get here. I almost slept up. Not wait till they get here. I'm not going to do that. But I just need a lane, a different lane to, to move with. Just uh, n- new experiences. I need to go take a trip or something. I never took a vacation. Never had a vacation in my life. So with that being said, all I'm saying is, like you said, I can't be talking about killing people when I'm changing diapers. I want my kids to be able to enjoy the music I put out okay. and the world at the same and, time. And 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 you gotta understand too. Uh, at a younger age, like I'm finding this out now. Like at a younger age, kids are sponges, man. And it might be you dropping a, a piece of toast, and they you be like, "Damn it!" They gonna say, "Damn it!" They all absorbed. day yeah, for 28 everything. hours, bro. They gonna say, "Damn it, <laughs> damn it!" Yeah, bro. Like all day, son. So you gotta understand that, like, bro, like. Now you transition, and there's nothing wrong with that because at the same time of you losing certain fans because of how you used to talk, you're going to gain a different type of uh, uh, a clout from a different type of fan 100%. because elevation is key, bro. That's the main thing, bro. Once you stop growing, you die, bro. That's mm. just it. So you got to understand that, yeah, it's going to be elevation. You're not going to be talking the same. It might not, even when you get more money, mm. the hunger not going to be the same, but that's because you succeed, though. You know what I'm saying? We listen to certain artists. A lot of people will say, like, Meek Mill, he not the same as when he first came out. But that's can, because every day he wake up and his bill's paid now. You gotta talk about it. a different thing that you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? You could tell he fell off from that same hungry ass meek with yeah. the dre- with the braids on yeah. the block to talking about how his watch, watch bust down and yeah. his bitches is getting bags when they want to want to fuck him. Like that's yeah. that, that's that happens that's to whole, fighters too. It do. Right. Yeah, that happens it do? to fighters. They get comfortable, right? But look at Conor McGregor. 
Okay. Right? He was on top of the world, the, the richest, most successful mixed martial arts superstar ever. Uh, it happened. It's a, it's a, it's the Rocky quote. Uh, the worst thing that can happen to a fighter is they get civilized. You know, they lose that hunger. They lose that dog. Mm-hmm. Now they got a suit on because they got a hundred million in the bank. You're not as hungry anymore, and you lose that passion. You lose that fire. It happens to 99 percent of fighters. That's like, that's like working your whole life. You started from little league, midget league football. You got to. You did spring league, which would be middle school. Then you got the high school. Now you in college. Now you now you on the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? You doing D1 football. Now you in the NFL. You went through the draft, and as soon as you started playing, you got comfortable. That yep. don't make no. Why would you wait to the NFL to get comfortable? Right. Yep. You want the, you did all this to get to the top. Now you're comfortable. No, yeah. this when you're supposed to shine the most. And do. What do you What do you think? I, I got a question. I just came up. With. What do you think keeps Mayweather successful? Mayweather is one in a billion. Floyd Mayweather is incredible. Number one, it's in his DNA. He was just raised that way. Floyd Mayweather was raised since he was in diapers. He was brought up with one goal in mind, and that's to be a fighter. I remember that video came out, and I respect Mayweather. He's matured a lot if you look at the content he puts out now and what he says. Um, But ever since he was in diapers, that's how he was brought up. Um, And it's so hard. He's the only one that didn't let that success get to him. Floyd Mayweather trains like he's broke. Period. He doesn't have off days. To be 50-0 and 0 with world-class competition, never really got hurt, never got knocked down, never got knocked out. Well, Floyd Mayweather is unique. He's one in a billion. He didn't let that civilization get to him. He always kept that hunger. And he would say it. He was like, I train like I'm broke. And he means it. The only way to be, you know, uh, Floyd, and again, that's one, one in a billion. Um, but he, he was able to keep that hunger. How he did it? I don't know how he did it because 99% of fighters can't do that. Most guys, you give them a suit, you give them a couple dollars, and they stop training. Just like you said, they make it to the NBA, and they don't lose their hunger. Yeah. But Floyd Mayweather is one of the all-time greats. I think he's the best uh, boxer, maybe uh, combat uh, martial artist in our generation uh, because he was able to keep that hunger. You combine the hunger with the talent, with the passion, and that's what you get, the best yeah. of all time. Uh, I got a bar for you. What's that? Uh, we know that they envy flow, so we be working really low. Do you feel a lot of hate or pressure in your city by uh, trying to better yourself or staying out the way because people uh, feel like you're changing? Honestly, I do. And it, it get to me. Not like, get. I don't let it get to me, like, stressing and all these niggas hate me. Nah, yeah. like, honestly, I just, I don't want to sound cliche once again, but the hate motivates me. You know what I'm saying? I love the hate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll take the constructive criticism as well. Take a plate of that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the side. But, so with that being said, Eric, yeah, it's just like, people see I'm changing for the better and like you said, they feel like you owe them something or, or you just, like, they always feel like you owe them something. I put it that way. It's always, once you do something good, somebody wants something out of you. You know what I'm saying? So, People I was hanging around with, I started making music and really recording and doing what I wanted to do with the music. Niggas want to come in the studio for free, smoke on my weed, drink on my alcohol, because, you know, that's my routine. When I go in there, I want to drink, I want to get my smoke yeah, that's on. that's your workflow. You know what I'm saying? So they on some, not trying to throw up for the bottles, not even, why is you even in the studio? I'm working. You just a distraction. So cut them off. People around me, they just start hating. Coming up, I rap. People like, oh, yeah, I seen your video, but you ain't share it. But you want something from me. You see me in person, you want to smoke on my weed. You see me yeah. at the stove, chicken shack, or the crown fry part of me, and you want to smoke my weed. You, wanna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't be having time for all that. Like, you can see the fake. Like you said, people hate me. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why because I got a gift, but it's just... You're used to it, man. They, 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 yeah, I was about to say, I could, help them, I could help them people. I don't want to sound like like an asshole like, or a Yeah, but it's, but not, it's not that, though, bro. It's it's that you got to... Let's be realistic. I don't like to talk down on nobody. And I got... Uh, this question is coming to you next, but you got to be realistic with yourself at some point in time, bro. Everybody on this earth is not gifted and special. Everybody is special, but everybody on this earth does not have... Let's just say the gift that you have. But sometimes people have a gift that they won't use because they see you doing good in your gift. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? And they and they overleap their own gift. You know what I'm saying? And it just happens, bro. But you, what you got to mm. do is, and this is some real junk, bro. When you coming from the hood, mm-hmm. you got to make it so difficult for people to get to you. 
Like, to even call me, you got to dial eight numbers, and then you'll get to me, and they'll tell you <laughs> I call you back. You have to make it like that, bro, because I'm mm. telling you something, and this is real talk. If somebody see that you, that if they even see that you're going to get out the hood and be successful and actually do what you're going to say, a nigga will take you up out of here. Do you hear what I'm saying? They'd rather put R.I.P. behind your name than say, yo, you see such and such doing what such and such mm. on BET. That's this is real talk. This is somebody, bro, I, I kid you not, bro. My... I lost my best friend to somebody he took baths with, bro. His mother and 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 they mother was best friends. They got pictures together when they was two years old. That nigga killed him because because he wanted to walk away from whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand that once you start feeling a certain type of way, it's cool because you're a man. You like, yo, I take that with a plate or whatever. But when you have your kid, you're going to realize... I not now I'm scared to, that's that's when you start learning to be scared to die. You more, know what I'm saying? Because you got more to live for. Yeah, mm-hmm. word, bro. Like before, like like when I first first started working, I, asked, I didn't give a damn what I was doing outside. Like, nigga, what's up? You want wreck? It's wreck. But now, <laughs> now like it, it just is what it is, bro. <laughs> but now you, you like now you like <laughs> damn. You know what I'm saying? I see how much of an influential role I play in my son's life and stuff like that. Like. Dang, you know what I'm saying? He need me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting him walk around like these niggas that I don't hang around no more because you ain't got no dad. You ain't got no chip on your shoulder. I got to be here for them. From that point when your baby come out to the rest of your life, bro, it's no longer about you. You know what I'm saying? If you hungry, it don't matter, nigga, as long as your kid eat. So right now you got this type of look like... Yo, yeah, I don't care what nobody think, but now you're going to have to care about what other people think because when a nigga say something like, man, that ain't all right, it's like, nah, I'm playing. Nah, take that shit to he. He mean that. You know what I'm saying? But they, it's just, gotta watch them bro, hitting, some, them people, some like, people will nah, get close get to you. So, bro, a, a nigga will get close to you. Let's just say me, I'm hating on you. Mm-hmm. I get close with you and wait for you to do one wrong thing so I could create a beef with you. Now, nine times out of ten, I would have never been able to come with you a beef because I wasn't even around you like that. But I start hanging around you, acting like I'm down for the cause, mm-hmm. so I could beef with you, so I could know your moves. Bro, niggas do that junk every single day. That's what backdooring is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is. That's just I, what I, it is. I be saying it. That's yeah. all I can say. I be saying Word. it. Word. I, um, I know how that go. So, so with you, uh, like, how do how do you feel about like changing and stuff like that? Like, was it hard for like your transition and changing? Because I, I'm pretty sure that the friends you had before. And the friends you had now, did you ever feel hate, especially being a person that you know you can handle yourself and stuff like that? How how does hate come come to your doorstep? Well, you, you got to make a decision to to you got to make tough decisions about who you keep around you. Mm-hmm. That that that's what happened with me. And I, I thank God once I kind of got into MMA, I got away from bad influences because I, I could have went sour. I could have just stayed in the street fighting. I was street yeah. fighting for a couple years. Just talking about how I'm gonna be this champion, which you know, but I never actually walked into the to, into the gym. Um, but it came a point in time where something happened to me. Spirit, I had a spiritual awakening, and I started focusing on my faith. I started focusing on God, and I sat down with a couple of older friends that I had. Um, again, they weren't bad influences, but they weren't where I was going. Yeah. So sometimes you can have people that maybe they're not bad influences. You hit me with some gold. Like, maybe they're not bad influences at the moment, but that doesn't mean that later on yeah. they might have another trick up their sleeve. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But I literally sat down with, 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 with a couple closer friends, and I said, I can't do this anymore. I got. I feel like God is calling me to something different, and I got to focus on something else. And it's a tough decision, and sometimes you got to you know miss a couple phone calls and not answer to a couple text messages. But it's your vision at the end of the day, yeah. George. It's like, where do you where do you see yourself going? Now, if somebody's not going to go with you, then cut them off now. Why keep these people around if you know they're going to stop you from growing to where you want to be? And, then, and we, we talked about it during the break, is that you was oh, sometimes they don't see what I see. They're not supposed to see what you see. You see a vision. You see where you want to be in five years. And if, some, if you got people around you that are holding, holding you back now, cut them off now. It's going to be harder to cut them off five years from now when you got a couple of dollars in your pocket. Factual. I, I ain't never really look at it like you have I to. ain't look at it like that. It's you that way. have to, bro. Them small arguments you have now. Them damn, I can't hold this, ain't, bro. You know, bro. This is the thing, bro. Work looks like money. You know what I'm saying? But that's not always money. Work is just the work and the ethic that you. I mean, the work ethic that you put in now. A lot of stuff I'm doing now, it costs to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But to other people, it looked like, oh, why he doing good? Now nah, I'm struggling just like everybody else. Can I help you? Probably. That, but so what though? You when I help you, I'm taking money out my kids' mouth. Like mm-hmm. that's just what I'm doing. But people don't understand that they look at the relationship y'all have at the moment. But bro, if it's a cancer now, bro, they ain't gonna do nothing but grow, bro. That's just with anybody, mm-hmm. any relationship, bro. Let's play a game real quick. 
It's called Who Are You? It's three questions, all right? Uh-huh. So both of y'all going to have to answer these questions. Um, it's just basically for the audience to really get to know who you guys are. If you, I'm going to do you first this time. If you could pick three artists that you were, if you could pick like three like martial artists that you would mix yourself with, let's just say somebody had a pot and they was trying to make you. What's three martial artists that you would you would mix mix to make you? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna add in boxers too. I might as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, cool, that's cool, all cool, part cool. of. I'm gonna go with Conor McGregor. Okay, for the mental game. I thought you was talking about for looks, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I get accused. Let me say I went to DR on vacation. They thought I was Conor McGregor. <laughs> I would have rolled with it. I'm oh, I would have had the sweet. I would have had the sweet. The Dominican kids is looking at me like throwing air. I was just shadow boxing. I'm telling everywhere I went, they was looking at me like because interesting fact. Me and Conor McGregor, we literally had the same. Body. body style and everything. Same length of arms, <laughs> same looking, a long, strong chin, same weight, same size, same everything. But Conor McGregor in his prime, his mental game, he would defeat people before he even jumped into the cage. Okay. And mentally, take that into your, the rap game, right? When, you, when you're when mentally strong and you're confident, nobody can stop you. Because people buy into your confidence. Mm-hmm. People can see through you when you don't really believe in yourself. Yes, sir. People buy into your confidence. So Conor McGregor definitely got to throw him in that pot. Um, I would take Khabib Nurmagomedov. Mm-hmm. I don't know who y'all know who that is. That's the dude with the, the he wear that big thing on his he head. Wear the, sometimes yeah. he wears the blonde wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blonde He's wig. A, let me tell you something. He's a savage. He is. Okay. He's a Russian So this is for fighting technique. This is for just being a savage. Okay. So okay. Conor McGregor's for the mental game. This guy, Khabib, is just a savage. You get him in a cage, he's going to destroy you. He grew up different. I'm Russians is built different. Yeah. Yeah. We think guys from Newark is tough? No, yeah. these Russians they over there. start drinking at like 12. <laughs> Them guys. Go to AKs at 9. <laughs> they go in there, they be like, listen, if I die, I die. Let me tell you something. They mean it. They definitely yeah. do. So for the, just the savagery of being in a cage, I'm definitely going to take him. And I got to go with Floyd. Okay. For consistency. Consistency. Okay. You want to be successful in anything, you have to be consistent. Okay. You should be... And again, I don't know. I don't. You should be rap. If this, if this is what you want to do, uh-huh. you got, you got the talent. I saw the video. You got the ability. You got to be consistent every single day. You got to say no to certain people and certain things because you're working on your craft. Floyd Mayweather has been consistent. He never let success get to him. He was consistent and hungry. So I got to go with Connor, Khabib, and Floyd. That's the trifecta. One. Let's do three few three artists. If you had to mix them in a pot. And tell the reasoning. I like how you broke that yeah, down. So he, I got, I got a yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good now. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to go with number one, um, because of my cockiness and just like, pardon me, I don't, I don't let it get a, a hold of me. It's good to be cocky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm confident and humble at the same time. Cocky but humble. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, so I'll go with Pac. Because okay. not not lyrically, with just his attitude, just the okay. way he carry himself. Uh, I don't really look at backstories of artists or any type of music. People when I when I listen to their music, I just listen to their music because I like it. You know what I'm saying yeah. I like to listen to me more than anybody else. Okay, but him, I actually study Pac. I, that's that's an actual artist. I really I'm really in tune with listening to his music and his backstory. Number two, drum roll. Um, shit. It put me on the on the spot with this one, uh, cause I'm really all my side. Really, it's all genuine to be honest. So, I say a little bit of we we ain't even gonna say rappers. Um, yeah, it could be any artist, bro. Like it, it don't have to be rap artists. It could be R and B. You know what I'm saying? Anything, blues, whatever. We gonna go movie stars. Like, all right, cool. Characters smooth as hell. You know what I'm saying? Say I'm James Bond. La- okay. With the ladies, just any type of thing I did. Crime streets. Smooth in general life. Yeah, get smooth, in, get smooth out. Smooth as hell. Get in, get out. Uh, with a suit on. With a suit. <laughs> Two straps. James Bond <laughs> strip you naked with a with, with a three piece suit <laughs> on, boy. Uh, I'm going with James Bond. He's smooth okay. type type. Just the way he carry himself. You ever watch the uh, James Bond Octopussy? That's what it's called. The actual movie or James Bond uh, from Russia with Love. Yeah. Smooth as hell, just the way he carry himself in the movies. Like, damn, that's the actual person. Like, what kind of spy is like? You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just discreet, real low, handle his business and get the job done type of thing. Third one. Third one. I'm gonna go with some reason. I'm funny as hell, bro. Right now, it's early. I ain't get. I ain't get too many jokes in. So, <laughs> when it comes down to it, I, I like to have fun with everything. So, a job is a job. Yeah. A career is something you can play with. You can have fun. So, in the studio, I'm always laughing and yeah. busting jokes on the mic. So. I'm going to just go with, I'm going to go with Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? Cool. That's Legend a good comedian to, to have. That, that's, my favorite, that's my favorite Legend. comedian. I ain't going to hold you. Those All are... right. That's a good one. 
if both of y'all, this is for both of y'all, if you could listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be besides yourself? Frank Sinatra, to be very honest. Rest of your life. The rest of my life. All right. All different types of... You got to explain that, but but go ahead. It's one just... artist. You fucked me up with that one. I, I knew I was going to fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what the I, fuck just happened? I go through my music. You like, damn, what type of music he be listening to? Like, she was like, this nigga about to kill me or something? Like, what's going on right now? Frank Sinatra, that's a good pick, bro. Yeah, you, want, you want me to just tell you why right why? now? Why? It's just he just makes soothing music. Like when I hear his music, just make me want to relax. Just if I gotta do it for the rest of my life, I don't want to be angry. Who gonna want to listen to Chief Keef all day? This is true. About a blowing every day. Damn, we just blew it up. God yeah. damn again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. Frank cool and Sinatra's consistent to the moon. Like, come on, like consistent to what he does. Yeah. I'm know? a big fan of, of of Italian music myself. Like I like. I'm a big fan of all other genres because I feel like. Hip hop coming into the game was always a remake, like even the beats. Mm-hmm. When they first started, because people didn't have a big budget and stuff like they do now with, with the digital world, people were still using analog and they always were sampling different cultures. So for you to be good at hip hop, if you look like the top beat makers, Timbaland, uh, anybody like that, everything that they made was sampled from other type of genres. So I'm cool with that. I like I like that answer. What's up? I can't I, I can't pick one artist, I gotta tell you. Um, no, one. what's one artist that's like, yo, this is just always going to forever be in a playlist? I'm going to throw you a curveball. And I want y'all to look him up eventually. You probably don't know him. He's a rapper. He's a Christian rapper by the name of Andy Minio. He's okay. A, he's a beast. He's a monster. I think he did. He's on, he was on with uh, Sway when he used to, uh, you know, Sway used to do the... That he he invited some rappers to be able to to, to rap and spit, spit, and he was he's a savage. And the reason why, uh, I feel like I've grown together with him. Okay, you know, like his music from ten years ago is not the music that he has now. Uh, but what he puts out now, I feel like I could whatever stage in life he's at, I feel like I find myself in that same stage. And as his music grow, I've kind of grown with him. So five years from now. The music he puts out, I got a feeling I'm gonna be able to mix right in there with it because, like I said, five years from five years ago, you probably listen to different music than mm-hmm. than five years from yeah, now. There's a couple artists that transcend time. Sinatra's probably one of them. Yeah, yeah. That's why that was a crazy a crazy choice. But what artist can? Um, I know Drake has been able to pull that off. Yeah, I was, I was just ready to say that. Like I, I used to listen to Drake about five years ago. I don't listen to him now. Drake he, is one of the longest running uh, artists of all time. His 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 stretch is going on almost twenty years. That's a long time for a rap career. A living, usually, uh, usually a rap career lasts from from one hit all the way to three to five years. Like it's not that much time you have in a rap game. You're supposed to elevate. You're speaking to different generations. Yeah. Now. So how yes. do you pull? How do you pull that off? I mean, I know trap. I, I was never into like I know trap music is like big now. Yeah. I, I could never relate to that to that because it feels very dark and very like yeah I know what you I mean. can't really I've never really related you to have that to be, you have to be hot that's just yeah, yeah, maybe like, that's why you, I can't you, relate to that I don't relate to it neither but like for most people who really listen to it like my friends I, they be hot and, and that, that, I, see I that just, makes it clear I around I'm like y'all niggas make me want to go take a nap like <laughs> I don't like I don't like driving around like this bro we at green light stop yeah. like what's going on like yeah. I don't like that so like I, I see, get I it if I could if I could pick if I could pick one person who would it be uh, I don't know, man. I probably would pick. Uh, I need to be relaxed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would pick. It would definitely be an R and B person. It probably be Music Soul Child. All right, that's that's. I, I would pick him. Well. I would pick him. I'm a dude like me. I'm cool with like. I would ride around listening to R and B. That's my thing, especially summertime, bro. Like a good summer rain or something like that with Donnell. Like I, I could do that. <laughs> like I could do a cookout music, Earth Wind and Fire, but I can't yeah. listen to rap all day, bro. That's it, a difference. It, it gets between, on my nerve. Yeah. That's the difference between an artist. That's a successful artist and a legend. What makes somebody a legend yeah. is they transcend time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're able to just year after year, yeah. you know? Like Sinatra's a legend. Oh, you know, I change up. Who, you know what it would be? To? Charlie Wilson. I feel like Charlie Wilson drops a hit yeah, every year, well. bro. <laughs> Charlie Wilson still. You say artist, I, I saw you going you gonna hit me. I don't even know cause it's Charlie Wilson? Yeah, I just start getting to the R and B for real. Charlie Wilson. Hey, girl, how you doing? My name is Charlie. Charlie Wilson. You never heard that? Never a day in my life. <laughs> Black car is revoked almost <laughs> 10 minutes at the end of the show. 23. 23. Jesus. I, I never, I we never, had a great time. I, never, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really never heard of you. Okay. Um, I'll put myself on later. Okay. So, um... Let's get back into it. Thank you for make, playing uh, uh, Who Are You? That was good right there. Um, <laughs> round of applause for that. Tell, tell me about your camp or your work process from uh, right into the release. 
And how long does it usually take to each, for each step? Well, the camp, it's only a couple of us, to be honest. That's all it's supposed to be, though. Yeah, you said you said that during the break. Hell yeah, that's, that's all it's supposed to be, bro. It's only me, my two brothers. I got my engine. I don't even got an engineer right now. I don't got an engineer. I got I got three producers. I usually just call them and let them know the the idea I have for whatever type of project or if it's a single, what type of beat I want, and they just put it together and I usually pay for it. Uh, my main producer, that's my bro. I don't just like to call him my producer because it seems like I'm using him just for. What he produces, his, yeah. his music. Nah, we actually got a friendship. He's way over in Vegas. Uh, my boy Brandon, give it up for him. Round Shout of out applause to him, for Brandon. Bro. Come to the show. Yeah, we gonna we gonna go we gonna visit him soon. Uh, he lives in uh, Las Vegas. He came out here at Pine Hill, uh, New Jersey, a little bit ago. But like I'm saying, pardon me. What was the question again? I'm tripping. Uh, like who just was your camp? That's oh uh, yeah. So it's us. It's about three producers, two brothers, one rapper. That have have y'all had any arguments yet? Nah, nah. I mean, we we had knocked his. I'm saying we brothers. Of course, we had arguments, but I'm talking about like in the studio. I'm not. It's not working. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got people. Cause that's your, uh, JP, your brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's JP, that's my brother. The moment I'm and listen to me and remember I said this. The moment it's consistent arguments. That's when number one, y'all learning how to listen to music, and number two, y'all making him put out the best product he know how. Y'all know his potential. The arguments. I'm telling you, bro. My shout out my my uh one of my um. Dang, one of my mentors, Sean, he just got a Grammy maybe like three years ago for her, man. He did her's album. And he was a phenomenal. He worked with Buster Rhymes, my deep. The best uh, thing he ever did was her. He said, I knew that she was going to be, because she'd been in the game since she was 12, 13, right, for other people. But when she wanted to become an artist, it's mm -hmm. like the music wasn't transferring for what she wrote for other people and for herself. Because of confidence, lack of confidence when it's for yourself. You want to make it easy on yourself So, because you always going to be your biggest critic. The moment y'all start having like big arguments in the studio, that that first 24 to 48 hours after that argument, you're going to make something great that's going to take over the world, bro. And that's always how it happens, bro. Like, it'll be a mad argument or, nah, you ain't got it yet, you ain't got it yet. And you just like, yo, I think this the one. That next one after that big argument, it's going to be like... And it, honestly, it comes out of anger. Like, what, who does this nigga think? I think this nigga I can't write. He think I lost it? And then it's like, you come with something, and they, and they be like, yeah, what you think about this? She'd be like, yo, that's it right there. And from there, it's like, hey, yo, shout out Jersey Flow here in Cali. Like, it, that's just always how it happened, bro. So keep grinding. Like, it feel like it's good now, but when y'all start getting into it, like, Jersey, like, nah, I think you should do this with this. That's when you got all the gears turning because everybody really listening. Like, one thing I used to always like in my sessions, is I don't care what y'all talking about while I'm in that booth. When I come out and do this playback, I don't. I shouldn't have to tell y'all to listen. You right. know what I'm saying? I shouldn't hear no talk. I should have to tell y'all shut up. Y'all need to be listening to this playback just like me. If I need to add an ad lib somewhere here, there, then that's what y'all need to do. But that's when it's going to start. Like right now, it's you getting into the rhythm, man. Like you said, you just starting right back. But the main thing is keeping that and and making sure everybody around you know how important it is to you. Because if you tell friends to stay right, they always going to tell you you're doing good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because number one, they don't want to hurt your feelings. Your brother don't give a damn because you can start beefing me today. If I'm your brother, nigga, we still brothers tomorrow, nigga. Exactly. You just don't like me because I told you it was wrong, nigga. That's not what it's for. That's why I'd rather be with my brothers because they, they know not to be no yes man. They know if, it is, if it's not a good song, they're going to tell me. Absolutely. All right. So we come to the end of the show. We didn't even, and I like that we we, we didn't get to ask all the questions, but we're going to play a, a question, I mean, a game called Casual Questions Hip Hop Edition. Okay. All right. So this is 10 questions for both of y'all. Okay. Before we play this game, y'all got to pick either or. I'm just telling y'all that. No in between, no nothing like that. But what I want y'all to do is, I want to thank y'all so much for coming up here. My boy Heck, yo, it's really yes, been sir. a pleasure. I love it. Everything yeah, like thanks that. Thanks for having me. I hope everything go well with this jujitsu thing because I want to come to a fight, of course. Word and up. my boy Jersey Flow, bro, thank I'll you for driving up. Hey, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We coming, we coming out. We definitely gonna make this a <laughs> movie. Gonna be there. Yeah. I feel like new bonds have been built today, Thanks. and I just want to thank both of y'all for coming up here because that's what it's about, bro. Most shows you see, it's either about drama or it's about like gossip and stuff like that. I love to see brothers, especially from minority groups, coming together and really seeing like, oh, I, it is somebody that could be successful that look like that's me. That's what it's about. That's that's yep. that's you know what I'm saying. Not some 
60, 70 year old dude named Brad with 60 grandkids like that. He not my complexion or I don't see myself <laughs> yeah, in him. Yeah. That's real talk. Real, when you real see real. people who doing good and they look like you, bro, mm-hmm. it's a different type of feeling. I never watched white cartoons. My shit was static shock because he had dreads and he was black. You it's know crazy. what I'm saying? I try to get that costume for Halloween. Took too long to get so, so it's different in different communities and I, I'm glad that even though we all never grew up around each other, we come from different places and we all... When you look at it to the to the bottom, it, we all kind of like the same person. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So I want to thank y'all for coming up here. Yes, Let's take casual questions and get up out of here. Let's get it. So number one, Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock? Dave Chappelle, hands down. Chris Rock. Okay. Uh, number two, Jada Kiss or Fabulous? Uh, yeah, I gotta go with Jada. Okay. Uh, I want to put words behind it. It's Jada though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, J Cole or Kendrick Lamar? Uh, J Cole. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, number four, Jay Z or Nas? Jay Z. Oh God damn! I'm going to hold. Okay. Uh, number five, uh, Lil Baby or the Baby? Lil Baby. I'm str- I'm not familiar with either. We'll pass by it on one. you if you don't know him. Show your age. I know who don't know. I know Show who your are. age. Why don't you? Okay. Uh, number six, <laughs> her or Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, I don't even really know Jasmine, so I'm going with her because I know my woman listening. to her. That's a good... Again, I, I, I got to pass. Okay. Uh, number seven, Future or Thugger? Future. Always. Okay. <laughs> future Is Thugger the one that... Uh, young Thug, you wear dresses. Go with Future. I got to go with the other guy. <laughs> future. <laughs> Great future. choice, actor. <laughs> uh, I, know, I, was like, I know he wears dresses. One of them wears dresses. You wear dresses. Dress like a girl. <laughs> go with the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight, Big Sean or Chance the Rapper? I'm going with Sean. Motherfucker, crazy. That's good. That's a good one. You pass it? Hey, no, Jay Chase the rapper, he the one that kind of went independent and did his own thing. Yeah, yeah. I got to go with him. Okay. Not, just by my Let me switch it up because you know how much money he made off them hats with the three on? See? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I knew Bro, that. that. That business in itself, that it just shows like. He got bigger vision. He got bigger music. vision than just music. Yeah, you know? Bro, he is like the, the unofficial mayor of Chicago, bro. Chance makes stuff happen. He, oh, I forgot he, he definitely yeah, is from Chicago. Yeah, he makes him, stuff happen. Go Kanye. Uh, check this out right here. Think about this one DMX or Tupac? See, they both on my list of I like both of them. They almost said, I mean, Pac, my favorite, my second favorite rapper. Okay. But. First yeah, favorite man. is Pac. Yeah. So you chose. No, nah, I didn't choose. Because <laughs> DMX, DMX, like, even if he wasn't on Pac's level, I feel everybody else has their own level. Okay, you can be better than him at, your, at, at you, but at him, he's better than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you do, you better than, than me. You know what I'm saying? But what I do. I'm not, you might rap, you know what I'm saying, but we all have our own lanes of rap. Yeah, you know no, saying? no, no. So in my you. lane, I'm better than you. So I'm, I'm gonna go with DMX because just how many different types of yeah, just different types of songs he had. Like oh, but he was like that. Yeah. And his back, like his support, X or pop? crazy. DMX. Okay. A, D, uh, DMX is our generation's pop. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And in the pop, you know, legendary. Uh, but DMX is a legend. He was a living legend till yeah. till he passed. Not, obviously, not too long ago. Yeah. But DMX, let me tell you something. You look very spiritual, man. By the way, yeah. If you just look him up on YouTube, he'll pray on the spot and he'll give mm-hmm. you a prayer that you would never yeah, that that it leaves you with goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, so he was bigger than just an artist. He was very public with his struggles as well. He didn't he didn't hide his problems uh, in the closet. He was very open, and, and I always respect that. DMX was that the only man, no matter where they went on tour. He would go get weed in any hood in a in a six four, low rider. He said, he said niggas look. He said niggas looking at me. I seen him. He said niggas looking at me. What you think? He said you think I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Kept it moving. He was Kept comfortable everywhere. everywhere. He said what? He said them niggas was looking at me all crazy. I don't know. What, he said, I don't know what's up with them niggas. Said, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I, I That's crazy. DMX. Number ten. He was, he was comfortable. You could tell. This Number was, ten. Was it for the cameras? Loyalty or respect? Explain. <clears throat> Loyalty. Why? That just naturally, just loyalty. That just sounds, loyalty is huge, man. Without, you can't get loyalty without respect. I mean, somebody that's loyal to you respects you. Loyal. I, I mean, was, I you could count you could count in your hands how many people are loyal to you, and they get. And and if you got ten people in this for jurors, you got ten people around you that are loyal to you now. In five years, there might only be three of them. If you could find loyalty, somebody that's. Through thick or thin, through your ups, your downs, through your weakness, through your strengths, that's loyalty. It's not when you're down here. Then anybody can be loyal when you blow up. It's not loyalty. But uh, certainly, you can't get loyalty without respect. I just think it's a bigger title than than, than respect. So I'm going to go with loyalty. I'm going to go with the same thing. Okay. Uh, Honestly, no, I'm not. Take that back. You want to know why? This is why. 
I'm going to go with respect because I'm not really on, don't get me wrong, don't quote me fully on this. I'm not really big on making bonds, so there really wouldn't be no reason for you to have to be loyal to me. You know what I'm saying? So just respect me, and I'm going to respect you. But at the same time, like, right today, you got bond. I, I like you because you do, you're doing your mm-hmm. thing. But, like, I, I didn't come out today like, yeah, I'm going to make a new friend. So I don't expect loyalty from nobody. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I'm going to go with that. So I would just expect everybody to respect me. I'm not Everybody in the world is not going to respect me. It's going to be that one time I'm in the wrong place and he don't like the way I look or whatever, whatever. But you're going to respect me. Put yeah. it that way because I'm going to respect you. So I just look at the, the minute you disrespect me, it's up from there. But. I'm gonna go with uh go respect. I answer the last one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with loyalty and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh respect chasing respect is something that's up there with money. It's two things that everybody chasing in the hood or in government, and it's respect and power mm-hmm. or either money. You know what I'm saying? And respect to get you killed. Because if you look at like any any type of situation, if you chasing respect, respect, you could die for that. Mm. Respect, if, if too many people respect you, somebody will get you up out of there because they want your spot. Mm. Loyalty is something that's natural. Like like a person is doing that out of the kindness of their heart. Loyalty is totally different from respect. Respect the respect is something that that can make other people, even though somebody respects you, that'll make somebody else look down on you or be mad at you because you got that respect from a person that they probably look up to. Okay. And that'll put them beneath you. So that's why I think that. Other than that, thank you guys so much for watching Casual Conversations. Yes, this is your boy Smack Mother Dom, my man Jersey Flo, and my you. boy Hector, yes, man. Sir. And we up out of here. We have fun. Yes, sir.